Hi, this is Charles Kelly from Money Tips. Well, Thursday we heard that the Bank of England had held bank base rates. They, they, they meet once a month to decide whether to put rates up. Uh, we had a rate a little while ago and this time they've, they've agreed to sort of hold the rates. So what will happen? Uh, why is that news? Well, they also cut the UK growth forecast. So they're predicting more sort of doom and gloom which, to be fair, they've been predicting this since Brexit was announced. But, you know, you've got to listen to these people and the market certainly listens to them. So what will happen? You know, we, we don't quite know. We, we know that uh, Boris Johnson's promised to get us out of the EU by the 31st of October. And we know that there's a lot of predictions that if we go out without a deal, it would be disastrous. Uh, some forecasters are saying that we've got a one in three chance of going into a deep recession if we go out without a deal. Uh, so, so who knows what's going to happen there? All I can say is that rates are. I, I, it doesn't look to me like rates are going to come down any further. They're they're they're, they're still at almost an historic low. So now might be a good time to look at fixed rates. Obviously, you need to take financial advice on this. I'm not your financial advisor. I don't know your financial situation. So talk to your own IFA, independent financial advisor or whoever. Don't just listen to me. But I've certainly recently on, on a mortgage deal, I went for a long, slightly longer term fixed rate. I'd normally fix for two or three years. This time I went for a five year fixed rate deal. And I, I just felt that I'm happy to pay the higher rate for a five year fixed rate than I would pay for a two or three year. Uh, because I, I just feel that that sort of sets me up for five years as a buy to let mortgage. I don't have to worry about it for another five years. I don't have to come back in two or three years time and then pay another fee, possibly go for a, what what's available at that time. It might only be a higher rate that's available at that time. Rates could have gone up and then I'm stuck with that rate and I've got to pay a thousand or a two thousand pound fee on top of it. Maybe even another survey if I have to move the mortgage. So I just went for a five year fixed rate. Virgin have just launched a 15 year fixed rate if you've got a 35% deposit at 2.55% that Virgin money. But I went for the five year deal and stayed with that same lender actually because yeah, you can get a better deal moving your money around to different lenders but then you've got to pay more fees, solicitors, surveys, brokers, all that sort of stuff. So I thought I'll just leave it as it is. But I, I can't see rates coming down, although they've cut rates in America, the Federal Reserve cut rates. But, uh, you know, we'll have to see. We, we know that when the pound is, is at like 121 against the dollar, which is quite low, we know that things are going to cost more for Britain. I think even oil is bought in dollars. A lot of imports are bought in dollars and we import more than we export. So things will cost the country more money even though, yeah, people coming here can get a better deal and that's good for tourism. In general, it's bad for the economy to have a low pound because things will cost more and that, that will eventually filter through to prices in the shops. And it may even make borrowing for the country because we owe, you know, we still owe billions of dollars, billions of pounds. And some of that might be to foreign banks. So we're going to be paying higher interests because our pound is lower. So overall, it's not great for the economy to have a weak pound it's never you know usually a good economy has a strong currency and yeah it, it might mean that tourists can come here at the moment and spend lots of money and if you look at london it's packed with tourists you know it's, it's 
all year round it's packed with tourists and they seem to be in the shops buying stuff but you know for everyone else going abroad it's very very expensive at the moment and you know you go to the airport you give them a hundred pounds for say euros and they give you back 90 something pounds when it's it's supposed to be one pound for 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 110 euros but you, you seem with all the commission and everything you get back less than 100 pounds for in in euros so it you know that, that's not good news now one of the bit of good news is that the government is planning to create 10 free ports across the uk after brexit this would allow goods firms to import goods and then export them outside of normal tax and customs rules and the UK last had these zones in 2012 but Prime Minister Boris Johnson believes they could create jobs left in in what they they would describe as left behind areas um Labour criticise it so well there's no new investment and blah 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 and it's only for money launderers and tax dodgers which is a, is a very extremely negative way of looking at it but uh, such zones are allowed under EU law although backers argue that the benefits would be greater after Brexit if the government is allowed to diverge from EU rules so that that's a bit of bit of good news the um the International Trade Secretary Liz Truss, I've, I've met her actually, she's a nice lady, said that the move would create Wi-Fi thousands of jobs. For help, go to your Alexa app. Es ist kein WLAN eingerichtet. Um Hilfe zu erhalten, gehe in deine Alexa Sorry, that's my Alexa going off there. My, my new gadget. Sorry about that. Um, so, what are free ports? Well, they're, they're basically free trade zones. They're designated areas where normal tax and tariffs rules uh, do not apply so they allow goods to be imported manufactured and then re-exported without being subject to checks paperwork import taxes commonly known as tariffs so that's a bit of good news there um, so all I would say end on on, on a note there watch out for interest rates because the the, 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 the monetary advisory committee meet once a month uh, so we, we, we don't know what's going to happen in between now and then, but we know that with the pound falling, they may be forced to, to increase rates to, to get more um, investors to buy pounds. Who knows? This is all big finance. I just get on with my own internal finance. But you've got to look at your own things like your mortgages. If you're, if you're at a variable rate at the moment, you're probably on the worst of all deals. And, you know, you shouldn't... The last thing you want to be on is just a standard variable rate mortgage unless you're intending to redeem it in the, in the near future but uh, if you are on a variable rate look at some fixed rate deals there's some great deals out there at the moment and you know it's very very low if you get a mortgage at two or three percent i mean you know that's a, historically that's a very very good fixed rate to have considering that a lot of people would have fixed at 10 percent a few years ago a lot of people got stuck with the 10 percent rate after rates start you know started to fall about 10 years ago so you know i've had I've paid mortgages at 16%, 16 and a quarter percent. So I know what it's like. But, you know, to, to, to fix your rate for a long, longish period, as long as you intend to stay or keep the property and you, you don't want to redeem that mortgage, which could be expensive, uh, it, it, it can't be a bad thing to look at fixed rates. But as I said, take financial advice. Thanks for listening. This has been Charles Kelly, bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money.